Hello and welcome to Live with Riv on Riv's Rivers of Life's Musings and Meditations. For today's podcast, episode seven, we will be discussing playing in the sandbox of life. For indeed, we are all eternal children at heart. As Jada DeWatt tells us, imagination is our inner child and creativity its playground. The first thing that I think about when I think of playing in the sandbox of life is how this time last year, during our global pandemic and one of our lockdowns, I was invited to attend a virtual gathering through Nexus Global with Guy Laliberté, the founder of the stellar circus act of play, talent and fun, Cirque du Soleil. So as a rising man, somebody who's always getting in touch with his inner child, with his inner play, with his inner wonder and magic, Gaila Liberté was trying to discuss with us different ways that we could navigate during this pandemic era, which was appropriate for last year in 2020 and is still so relevant as we sit here in 2021. And he spoke about, and I quote, access your inner child, keep dreaming and playing in the sandbox of life. And it's in this vein that we entitled episode seven. And interestingly, at the time when I would post on my L-I-V-W-R-I-V Instagram for Live With Riv, I hashtagged often pandemic playtime, pandemic play, And all of a sudden there was this attitude of, yes, we are in a strange world. The old has gone, something new is happening. We're in a liminal space and a twilight zone, but we can play with it. We can explore it. And it's not all horrible and bad. It's just different, but it can also be fun and pleasurable and joyful. So access your inner child, keep dreaming and playing in the sandbox of life. Thank you to La Liberté from Cirque du Soleil for that gem, then and now. And it reminded me of how I sat many times at circuses and at Cirque du Soleil at a number of venues on different continents in different countries around the world. And I would sit there and sometimes as the the fun and the act was happening, I would almost sort of observe my own face And that childlike wonder in watching the trapeze artist and be like, wow, I hope I can always look at life in the way I'm now looking in awe and wonder at the trapeze artist of the Cirque du Soleil stellar act. So this childlike wonder in seeing the extraordinary in everything. That we should see the world through the eyes of your inner child the eyes that sparkle in awe and amazement as they see love, magic and mystery in the most ordinary things. And that's Hena Sohail. And I just thought that depicted that concept so beautifully and tied in so well with the circus act, which is all about tuning in to that inner child of play, of wonder, of the extraordinary in the ordinary of that awe 
The other thing that comes to mind when I think of playing in the sandbox of life is often when we speak about a new instrument. As adults, when we're mastering an instrument, we use the word to play. So to play the piano, to play the guitar, to play the violin, to play the harmonica. Why is the word play used for an instrument even when we as adults master the instrument? Because the idea when we come to something new, like the music of an instrument, like the mystery and magic and the sounds of the soul of music, is to explore, is exactly that, to be curious, to play, to explore, to be like a child and once again play the instrument, play in the sandbox of life. And so even as adults, when we're mastering something new, we can access that inner child. We can access that skill that we eternally and internally have had from the beginning of time throughout our childhood, into our adolescence, into our adulthood and into old age. That inner child is constantly there waiting to be released, unleashed, allowed to play free in the sandbox on the swings, on the trampoline, with the finger paints, with the new instrument, and make music and joy, wonder, magic, awe, and the extraordinary in the ordinary. Some other things that come to mind when we think of that playing in the sandbox of life and that childlike characteristic that we, even as adults, can access and still master in adulthood, past childhood, but still be playing as if we're still children, which eternally and internally we are, is the concept of curiosity, the questions. And that's a huge one. And one of the things that come to mind when I think of questioning and eternally curious is, of course, genius Einstein, who said, the important thing is not to stop questioning. And he also said, I have no special talents. I am only passionately curious. And he was so passionately curious, like a child, constantly asking questions about space, about time, about light, about gravity, about how the universe works and the magic and wonder and awe of our entire universe to the extent that he ultimately devise the theory of relativity and so much of our understanding of the universe and its workings are because he was brave enough to continue to question, to be passionately curious, always way past childhood, into adolescence, into his adulthood and into old age, eternally, internally, forever, infinitely that child. And then, of course, there's the fun and the play and the imagination. As Hannah John Cameron says, I love fantasy. I love imagination. That's the inner child in me. And there's the joy. As Amy Lee McCree says, within us all is a radiant inner child bathed in joy. And that's an important one to remember because life and its waves and its 
constant challenges and roller coasters. As adults, it's very easy to fall into cycles where we don't feel joy, where we no longer feel like we're playing in the sandbox of life, but rather that we're sparring, you know, on the war field, on the battlefield, and that life is a constant uphill battle or a constant roller coaster or a constant wave where we can barely catch our breath as we keep drowning. But if we can access the inner joy, even as an adult, through those challenges, as we spoke about in our podcast episode five on resilience, that even as all those things and challenges keep evolving and revolving, things we can't control, but if we can still, as adults, access that inner joy that we all have within us, within that inner child, internally, eternally, then perhaps adulthood can also be playing in the sandbox of life. Another one that's a beautiful one and also to take with us into adulthood are the simple pleasures. Honour your inner child by losing yourself in simple pleasures. And that's Kim Dell Val Walker. The simple pleasures. Surround yourself with the things that bring you pleasure with the things that bring you fun, with the things that bring you joy and enjoyment. And let go of what causes you harm, of what is energy toxic, of what is not aligned with your truth and your core values. Another one that is important is, of course, childlike innocence. And what we can learn from both our inner child and children around us. So sometimes as adults going through life and its ups and downs, we may not always be able to access the playtime or the fun or the imagination or the joy, or the simple pleasures, or the extraordinary and wonder in the ordinary, or the innocence that we once had as children. But if we surround ourselves by children and we start listening and tuning in to what they have to say, the wisdoms and learnings of the young, that can remind us of what is essentially true for us as adults based on that muscle memory from our early childhood and the inner child that still exists for all of us always and forever. And so for this topic or this aspect of childlike play in the sandbox of life, I decided to speak to one of the experts in my life or more of an expert in my life, one of my sisters, Esther. And Esther, she's a dancer. So she likes to move and dance with childlike play in the sandbox of life, dancing on the waves with resilience. She's also a Zumba instructor. So fortifying that core strength and keeping the movement of love going. She also is a poet and I mention her because her poetry is poignant. It's sometimes in Hebrew and sometimes in English. And you can follow her on her Instagram. That's her IG account, 
God took the reins. That's G-D-T-O-O-K-T-H-E-R-E-I-N-S. So IG at God took the reins for her poetry. But most importantly, for today's purposes of our episode seven podcast, Esther has been a teacher of young children ages two to six years for over 10 years. She's currently advancing her studies in early childhood education. And so I thought she may be better equipped since she's both studying and working with children daily to give us some insight about how we as adults, as we go through our lives and in our adulthood, can continue to access our inner child and learn from the wisdoms of the young. And so Esther sent in a message to my question and I will play that for you shortly. So hang in there, please. I believe that just like with any skill, you go to the very best in order to master that skill. If we would like to develop an understanding of life through the eyes of a child, the best way to go about it would be to spend more time with children, to have a genuine curiosity about their views and their understanding of life, to ask them questions and to really listen, to let go of judgment and try and pause for a moment and just listen. Listen to what the children have to say because they have so much to teach us. Really, we can learn so much more from children than we could possibly teach them. So if only we could tap into our inner child and listen in a little more closely to what they have to say before we hurry to offer our advice and our opinions. That could help us develop a more innocent way of seeing things and relating to others. Um, I have recently felt in through my studies of early childhood education um, how adults really don't seem to fully understand life. And I feel like if only they would remind themselves what it was like for them to be a child, perhaps, perhaps they would understand better. I, um, I really do hope and pray that we can be our true, innocent, childlike selves and have a more forgiving, loving approach to life and to people and a more innocent understanding and view of all aspects in life. Um, so as much as we 
we're always looking to grow and develop and advance ourselves in life. There's one thing I do wish we could never change, and that is our childhood innocence. Because some things are best untouched. Thank you so much, Esther, for those pearls of wisdom. And I loved how you said, some things are best untouched. Our childlike innocence, the truth and essence of who we are, that inner child, but also in surrounding ourselves with children, paying attention, really listening to them and asking them, questions, being curious about what makes them think and feel and how does their world look for them. And on that note, it actually brought to mind an experience I had with one of my nephews in his very early years when he was only about two years old. And as Esther so wisely said, and we mentioned this before, as adults, if we are not able because of life's challenges to always access our inner child and all of those inner aspects of childhood and childlike innocence, play, wonder, wisdom, we can do it in another way by listening to children around us and having them help us access the truth within us. And it brings to mind a topic of honesty and fearlessness that many years ago, one of my nephews really brought this home for me. And it really makes you think of that tuning into that inner child that whispers in our air, our core truth, letting us focus on the inner drum where the rhythm aligns. And this experience I had with my nephew when he was two was that I was visiting him from overseas and we went for a walk. And as we were walking, we were talking about the things we were seeing, like the leaves and the birds and the sounds we were hearing. And then I sort of went off on a tangent, I'm the adult, and I was sort of speaking out loud, sort of to myself, also part, partly to him, saying, hmm, should I go back to visit the family in another city? Should I stay in this city overnight to see my friends instead? Um, should I do some shopping that I want to do before I head back home overseas? You know, I had all these ideas of things I needed to do, pressures and errands, things I wanted to accomplish before I left the country. And so I was speaking out loud about my options. But I was in a bit of a dilemma, you know, what should I do? What should I do first? Where should I go? Friends or family, what was priority? And as I'm speaking and just sort of musing on my own, my nephew, the two-year-old, this young child, speaks up and says, 
Riv, what do you want to do? And it was this moment where that unbelievable feeling of this young child was so aligned with his internal rhythm. And because I was surrounding myself with a child, paying attention, he was awakening within me that core truth. What do I want to do? The question is so simple to answer. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? What will you accomplish? You simply need to ask yourself, what do I want? And that's my internal core, my internal truth. And so the honesty and fearlessness of a young child, even at the age of two, to speak truth, to simplify things so beautifully, to remind us even as adults in a chaotic world, in our own chaotic minds, that it's really quite simple. We just have to tap back in to inner child. We just have to tap back in to inner core. And so I thank my nephew for that wisdom at the time, which I will never forget. And I may have even mentioned in one of our previous podcast episodes, as I'm speaking now, I'm thinking it could be you've heard this before, but it's one of those amazing, beautiful quotes of a two-year-old, Riv, what do you want to do in answer to my dilemma? And it will stand the test of time in terms of that classic that I will forever quote, reminding us all to surround ourselves with children, to listen in, to pay attention, and then to hopefully be able, if we couldn't on our own, access our inner child characteristics, such as the wisdoms, the core truth, the fearlessness, the joy, the simple pleasures, the wonder and the awe of the extraordinary in the ordinary, the play, the pleasure, the imagination, the fun, the fantasy, the curiosity, the questioning. When speaking about children, I think of other children in my life, and I'm lucky to have a number of nieces and nephews. And my niece has reminded me about another childlike characteristic. My niece is seven, and she's reminded me about another characteristic that is so essential to this inner child, to this childlike playing in the sandbox of life, which is the dreaming, to continue to dream, as Guy La Liberté said earlier on, keep dreaming. And through dreaming, being able to manifest our dreams into tangible realities. And so recently, this is a few weeks back, I was visiting my niece and nephew and I was sitting with my niece and she was describing to me a few of the different things she had created. She has a wild imagination and on her own will build and create lots of amazing things from her own imagination with her own skillful golden hands, um, whether it be like, you know, building with Lego a full amusement park where she imagines all of the rides or taking, you know, toilet paper rolls and creating a robot. Um, or in this case, we were sitting at the table and she was showing me how she had created two different families of different demographics with different mothers and fathers and children 
Um, she also showed me how with each family, there was a dressed version when they go to work or to, you know, an event. And then the same family on the same page, she drew lines going down as they progressed through their day. Now we get to see them in their pajama version as they're um, getting ready for bed. So she would re replicate each member of the family, mother, father, and however many kids were in that particular family. And we would see them both in their evening wear, as well as their night wear, as well as their work wear. Um, and she did this for two different families, different demographics, different types of backgrounds. So there was like a whole storyline behind each family and the names of the parents and the names of the kids, what they each did, a lot of different creations. She had created stories about each of these families. But then at one point, she points to one of the families in their pajama version dress. And she says, Riv, did you notice the shoes? And she points out how everyone in the family has a different pair of night shoes, like a slipper or, you know, a flip flop or something like that. And in the dress version, also, they had original shoes. There was a heel, there was a flat, there was a sandal, etc. But one of the pajama shoes, she says, Riv, did you see this one? And it really looked like a beautiful shoe. It, it had like, it was for one of the kids and it had these like beautiful bows on it. And it was like a sort of soft shoe that would go with pajama nightwear, comfortable for the evenings. Perhaps you could even go into bed with it. And she says, you know that this shoe I have also for my doll. She has these life-size dolls that she's also created as a real family. And I said, wow, that's wonderful. Did you buy the shoe slipper for your doll and then copied it on your page? Did you find it in the store and then copy it on the page? She says, no, no, Riv. I drew something from my imagination about this shoe and slipper and I drew it on my page. And then would you believe it? I was shopping with mama and I saw the exact shoe in the store that I could buy for my doll. And that's how my doll has the shoe. And I said to her, wow, that's brilliant. That means that you, from your imagination and your fantasy and your dream, you drew something. And what you actually did is you then manifested it into tangible, real physical reality that when you then went out with mom to buy slippers for your life-size doll, you found the exact slipper that you had originally drawn. And it was brilliant. I mean, to me, that was just a transcendent fifth dimensional moment where we transcend time and space and rise something magical. Um, and that just was so beautiful in, again, showing us one of the childlike characteristics of all of us that we can access with our inner child and by looking at the children around us, whether they be our own children, our friends' children, children of the world, in reminding us that we can dream and manifest our sweet dreams into sweeter realities in the real, tangible, physical world. And it's not just fantasy and it's not just fairy tale, but it can be real, that magic is real. 
And again, this is a childlike characteristic that we definitely see children in their play, in the sandbox, with their dolls, in the park doing. But we as adults can remind ourselves that we can do it too because we too have that internal, eternal inner child. And lastly, one of the character traits that is so beautiful and ties in a little bit with last week's podcast episode six on what is your driver? Is it love or is it fear? So we spoke about fearlessness and honesty of a child, but also the way they love. That unconditional, full, non-calculated love, which also comes with this flow and forgiveness and just a beautiful way of being. As Helen Keller says, the best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. And if we think about, about the way a child at all ages hugs and loves and forgives and flows and just is in this beautiful, non-calculated, non-forced way. It's something that we can learn from children, we can be reminded of from children, and we too as adults at all stages and ages of our life in all of our homes and our relationships and our careers or businesses can access that too, that flow, that love, that being of Zen. And so playing in the sandbox of life, being able to access those childlike character traits through our own inner child at all stages and ages of our life, and also, if we can't at certain times, for different reasons, access our own inner child, enabling ourselves to access the inner child by surrounding ourselves with the wisdoms of the children around us, by listening in on their conversations, on their wisdoms, by hearing what they have to say, reminding ourselves that through their childlike character trait, we too can access that forever state of childlike being. And so as we always do, I'd like to end off by setting an intention for this week to carry us through until next week's podcast episode. And I'm inspired by Paula Finn from her beautiful spiritual journey cards, be good to yourself to encourage self-awareness. And she says, you owe it to yourself to know real fun, pure joy and childlike wonder, to experience contentment with your todays and confidence in all your tomorrows. And she goes on to say, treat yourself to long forgotten freedoms of childhood, acting silly or playing games that brought you joy then and still can. So let us not forget that we are all internally and eternally children simply playing in the sandbox of life with joy, with wonder, with awe, with love, with confidence and fearlessness, with bravery and honesty, 
the simple pleasures and the extraordinary within the ordinary. By dreaming and manifesting in reality. And by always learning, questioning, being constantly and passionately curious and innocent as we continue to navigate all of our life's journeys. Have a wonderful week. Thank you all for tuning in to our global listeners from around the world. Thank you for the listening love. Thank you for this play for me, for you. Thank you for this playtime. Have a wonderful week and bye for now.